Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And well, excuse me. And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's May twenty third, twenty twenty three. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And I just have to say that I wonder what professional people do because <laughs> starting up a radio show <clears throat> on this channel where we're just like trying to. You know, we're flying by the seat of our pants can be so funny because <clears throat> I said, well, who's got, oh, you got a list, Ollie. Well, I've got some stuff on the list <clears throat> and I'm looking because people send me videos and stuff and I put them in a certain place on the, in the computer thing and, oh, that sounds like really good. You know, we'll, we'll talk about this, this particular subject. And then we, I said, we got just enough time to record it. Six minutes. Okay, so we start recording it. And then <laughs> at the end of it, Walter's like, well, what about this and what about that? And I'm going like, Walter, I don't know because I, and my mic was muted. <laughs> and so he keeps going on about this. And then I finally I finally realized my, I'm muted. I, I unmute and I said to him, I just heard it myself. You know, I don't know what the dang thing said. And Dolly and I were both like, are you going to ever tell us what the what, what the pot, you know, the punchline is? And no, they never did. And so then I'm like, oh, what? And I, I scroll down a little bit, and we get the title of it, okay? And um, I, should we start with that subject, kids? Well, you guys, you guys, because I was laughing because it's like, I don't know what professionals do. Do they go through some of the strange things we go through when they're putting on a, on a show? You know, it just struck me funny. But um, Walter, do you want to say something? To the people out there in Radio Land. Oh, uh, good uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, good to have you here. And we have uh, we have a fun time tonight. We should, yes, Dolly. Howdy, y'all. I really don't. I don't know what to say other than that right now. <laughs> we need to get we need to get to a topic. <laughs> yes, a topic. That that recording hey. certainly didn't I got nothing out of it. I didn't get the topic. The okay. subject. We'll talk about it later on if we need it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um yeah, so you do have a partial list from uh the say what situation. Right. Uh, the show we, we if you haven't listened to the say what show you really, it, it was a it was a honestly it felt like the fastest show I've ever done <laughs> and uh, we had a lot of fun on it and um, we were talking about King Charles and that the the crown he had on that was the replica of of the uh, elevator building. Of the guy, I can't think of his name again. Epstein. Epstein. Epstein, yeah, Epstein's building on the island. 
That's crazy. Well, you know, another Epstein thing that came out was that apparently he blackmailed uh, Gates. Oh, yeah, I just read that, yeah. Gates was having an affair with some Russian, and I saw it as a... A Fox presentation, and it's and she she was being interviewed, but I couldn't figure out was she being interviewed about the the fact that you know Gates was his her lover or that he was being blackmailed. It was very confusing, but she seemed to be a, a Russian uh, person. Yeah, I mean, you might have found that out too, but it was. Uh, what did you read? Oh, I just saw a blip on Telegram. That uh, said uh, that um, Epstein was blackmailing the Gates. other dude. Gates. That's all I saw. Yeah. Yeah, Gates. Yeah. Of course, this this story is 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I but, didn't even look at it. No, no, no. Gates. That, that was, <laughs> no, no. I mean that that it was an it was an it's old information, and the people uh-huh. on, the people on Fox were. So, this is a blackmail now when some rich person has an affair? <laughs> they all have affairs. What is this about, you know? And they were having fun with it. But, it's yeah, it's like old news. But I found it interesting that it came out now. i got to mute myself. Yeah, I wonder yeah, why it came why out, it out now. And I'm echoing. There, I didn't echo. Okay. Um, so I I don't know why they would put that out now. What's what's going on? Maybe because there isn't anything going on that they can report on. So they're trying to dig up old crap. I don't know. I don't understand the world today. Not at all. I know, but it's it's like it. Well, it. This whole concept with that king and the the, the George with the George. Were, were you guys talking Charles. about that woman Abramowitz that was involved with Gates? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even know the name. <laughs> I didn't either. I just agreed with him. <laughs> okay. I figured he's he's very seldom wrong. <laughs> so I just agree with him and sound like I know something too. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anyway, um, yeah, it, it, it's all falling apart around them. And then today, there was uh, they were discussing. I don't know if you saw any of the five, but I'd, I'd already seen it. But uh, Hillary came out and said, "Well, you know, I hate to say this, but Biden's age is of concern." <laughs> it's and it looks like she's making moves to at least be his vice president. You know. <laughs> And she Wouldn't isn't be- even alive. <laughs> well, you keep saying that, but, you know, it's gotten to the point that not too many people are believing you, Dolly. I know, but I believe me. <laughs> I find great humor in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I entertain yeah. myself. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, let me think. Is there anything else that I saw? I mean, it's been really kind of like a blah week for information. Everything they they came out with. I mean, you had all this activity, and you had the Durham report, and then you have this crisis we're going to have when the 
you know, the banks go down. Apparently, what did they say? Thousands of banks in the United States are in trouble. And oh my word! And I, I have, to, I have to say that we got to be careful here because I was, um, <laughs> I was. I wasn't really paying too much attention to the television, but it was on, and then, and then I realized this uh, this guy that was talking was some kind of a financial guy, and he was talking about some of the stock houses have gone woke and are actually making uh, stock decisions based on the Green New Deal, and that if you've got your you know, your money in these stock companies, you might want to get the hell out of them. And there it was, Charles Schultz. My stocks that I wondered, why are they going down so fast? Because I talked to some other people. I have a very conservative stock portfolio. And, um, you know, so now, so now I'm going like, oh my God, I got to get my money out of there. I, gotta, I don't even know if I have any money left. I got to get my money out of there. Oh my God. And I, I started to get really nervous. <clears throat> And, you know, then I caught myself and I said, stick, stick, stick. You, you, the money's been sitting there since your father died. It's not your money. You you don't need that money. Yes, it's it's the fallback if something happens, you know, it's your emergency fund, your retirement thing, all that. But you've been fine all your life. And I had to talk myself out of that. It's such a seductive, uh, that, that, that feeling of you need money to be safe. No, you don't. And, you know, I mean, just if you have the faith, you don't have the fear. And I had to kind of like talk myself back into a state of faith. And so be careful out there. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to get all these twings and these, you know, it's almost like we're in a big test here. Can you go through this, you know, nightmare scenario for a lot of people and not fall into the nightmare? And yes, yes, what? Yes, we can. We're gonna. We've got to. You know, the alternative is not acceptable. But well, I uh, got myself so worked up when two weeks ago, I almost had a freaking breakdown because I got myself so worked up. And because I'm living in chaos right now, renovating the bathroom, we're we're finalizing the floors tiling the floors and and everything is in the dining room and living room that shouldn't be and it, um, and this the world is is just in my opinion freaking insane itself and I can't figure out the world and then I had to even pull myself up by my bootstraps and say get a hold of yourself this thing is already settled. We know uh, the good guys won. Just settle yourself down. Go along for the ride. You don't even have to go along for the ride. Just watch it. That's the state I'm in. I'm just watching now. But I think a lot of us are going to be hitting this point like Nancy, like me. You hit this panic stage. Wah! And don't you don't need to put yourself through that. Nancy and I already put ourselves through it. <laughs> yeah, and it does no good, you know. I mean yeah. somebody somebody said to me very many, many, many years ago 
that you know they got through life with the philosophy that if I can't do anything about it right now, I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. I was raised that way. I, yeah. My parents didn't raise me that way, but I learned it throughout growing up, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and I'll tell you, I, sometimes you find yourself all okay. worked up and you go, oh, my God. And just think of that. Okay. Is there anything you can do about it right now? Yeah. And you go, no. And then you go, okay, then I'm just going to get it out of my head because why have it in my head if there's nothing I can do about it right now? Yeah. Like, like the thing I've got right now is um, Jan Shaw and her dog Keisha are flying. In, well, I don't, Keisha's maybe in the air, I'm not sure, but I know Jan is. And they're going back to Great Britain. Well, Keisha was born here. She's an American. Um, but they, they had to... Keisha had to go to an airport in California. Now, luckily, she met this this man who's what he what he makes a living. He's retired, and what he does is he he does these things for people. He knows the ins and outs of getting animals out of this country to another country, and so what he did was he picked Keisha up about four thirty in the morning. To drive her to California to an airport, I'm not even sure which one, is the one that has uh, the airlines. There's only three of them that he trusts to do, to, that he's been working with, that he trusts. And that will take the animal to Great Britain. And then on the other side, he's got a partner that is there to pick up the dog and take them through, make sure that they get through the customs and everything. And then... He's going to drive Keisha to where Jan is. So it's only a matter of, you know, like a little over a half a day that they're going to be separated. But I woke up this morning and the first thing I thought about was Keisha. It's like, I I just, I don't know how, how she's gotten this. She got it all done, though. She got the car sold. She got the trailer sold. Uh, she, she, I mean, I just kind of like amazed that she actually was. It is she's got to be on the right path because without this man who, you know, took such care of Keisha, uh, I don't think I, I don't think she could have done it. And she, it's she broke the me. angels, Nancy. Yeah, that, that, that's why I say. Yeah, that's why I say I'm. I'm sure she's on the right path. But um, she wrote me a message this morning and she said, you know, that Keisha didn't want to leave me. And, you know, when I talked to her Uh hours later, she was still like emotional about it, you know, and uh, I said, now she's going to be fine. You know, well, I haven't heard of you. I said, just relax, relax. You know, if, if, if the timing is what you say it is, they're at customs now and he might not be responding to any calls he might be bothered you know and but she was getting on the plane and um you know so yeah send her love blankets her and keisha and i told her i said when you see keisha i said you know absolutely pay attention to the face because i had a situation where I had Peter, Betsy, and Cindy, who were all very, very close to Shiloh. And we'd gone out. Sandy was with us. And we'd gone out. <clears throat> we come back, and they're all in front of me. 
And I watched this dog run out of the house all excited and then stop. And he looked at each person, you know, down the line, walking and looking, you know, and he and he's I can see it in his eyes. He's looking, he's looking, and he sees me. And the look on his face of relief, of happiness, of love is frozen in my memory. It was I've never seen a, a dog's face just, you know, put out that emotion. I mean, that kind of, that deep emotion. So I told her, I said, when, you know, pay attention to Keisha's face because when she recognizes you, that look is just something that, you know, you want frozen in your mind. So, yeah, so give, send out some love to them and flying safe. And she got to the air. Everything was going well on her end, and I'm sure it was on Keisha's, but, you know, I, I couldn't have done it. <laughs> It was just too much. But she did it. She'll be in Great Britain. Shortly. Um, I hope she's very happy when she gets there. When she's living there. Well, she'll, you know, she's got the two daughters. And there was, you know, uh, some problems with the relationships. And she's been gone. Jeez, I, th- I don't know how long, <laughs> maybe 10 years, I'm not sure. And, uh, you know, now that she's going back, she kept in touch with one, but the one that she didn't, now they're communicating. Well, so, that's yeah, that's very important. I mean, you yeah. know, when you're younger, you know, I'll talk to them later. I'm, a, I'm not going to deal with that now, you know. But when you get older, it's like, no, you really need to have the not to have these hanging things there you know just forget the past you know they're they're people that you birthed for heaven's sakes you know so um i think she needed to do that and she's still got brothers and you know it's it's it's, it's, she she's an amazing person i'm so grateful that i know her and that she's brought so much to the radio station so she's been fun okay and Anybody she's going to continue to bring stuff to the radio yep. station. Yes, she just she... needs to get settled in, get over there and get settled in, right? Yep, yep, yep. Well, she's going to see about doing Saturday show. Oh, so. cool. You mean yeah. say what or her show? Her show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was, wow. Yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you about Jake and the remedy that Mona was giving us. And say what? Yeah, yeah, do that. Uh, Jake, I have told this before, but some people might not have heard it. Jake had, he's a plumber, and he had a job working underneath Dunkin' Donuts with pipes and stuff under there. And all I can picture, it was like a underwater little canal, and it was full of, murky, swampy, yucky, poisonous fumes and water, and he finally got a a little uh, boat, like a a, a raft-type thing, so he didn't have to walk in it so so much, because he was walking in it, and it was making him throw up. It was so bad, gagging and throwing up from it. Well, anyway... He didn't wear safety stuff like I would have yelled at him to wear had I known he was doing it early enough. So 
he got sick from it. He got pneumonia, and he's got a bacterial infection. So we were talking about that on Sewa, and Mona says, well, here, have him do this uh, remedy. Um, and so I went out, and I got all this stuff. Well, it wasn't all. We already had a quarter cup of apple cider vinegar, four yellow onions, two whole cloves of garlic with the paper left on. And she says, mix it in the blender. Well, we cut cut up the onions. Her her ears start, (laughs) her eyes started crying. I was trying to get the whole cloves figured out because I didn't know. I haven't ever done worked with raw cloves so I was trying to figure out how to get them out of the the ball that they come in and anyway we couldn't find the blender somewhere along the road we have lost our blender so and that finally came up with the emulsifier and so she was emulsifying all this stuff And uh, we put it into uh, a canning jar, and we we took it over to him and left it outside because he didn't want the dogs getting all riled up. So uh, we waved to him through his, what do you call them, camera, that he can see people coming up. And... (laughs) In the direction, it says, be sure to at least put on bottom of feet and get a basting or pastry brush to paint it on the bottom of his feet. Uh, Cover with gauze or a washcloth that can be washed. Leave it at least 24 hours before changing, if possible. Also apply to his chest for the lungs. So, I told him, I wrote, come on, Dolly. I printed out the instructions, and he evidently didn't, didn't understand or read them all thoroughly. So, he didn't really put it on till last night. Let me know he's putting it on last night. And I said, well, you could also use a pair of socks to keep it on his feet. (laughs) And they woke up in the middle of the night. He's got a wife and daughter. The house was full of the fumes. (laughs) The wife kept smelling the onions and he kept smelling the garlic. And the vinegar was pretty pungent too and it filled the whole house so they had to try their air their house out and Jake said they all got uh, terrible migraine type headaches from it and then he said that maybe he put too much on (laughs) knowing Jake he plastered it his feet full of it and then he put gauze around it and then I think he said he put a washcloth around it and he put a sock on. Oh, he put the socks on. And then he put the washcloth. And then he put wrapped it in plastic bags. <laughs> and and he, <laughs> he just 
I can see him doing this. That's why it's so funny to me. And so I know he kept it on all night because he was telling this morning about how the bad the smell was. And um, they finally this afternoon got their house aired out, but they still have headaches. So I said, well, ask him how it worked. Did it help him? And so Annette texted him back and he says, I don't know because I have such a bad migraine headache from it. I don't know how I feel otherwise. And he says, but my feet are really pretty. Or my feet are, how do you say it? My feet are pretty good looking now. And it says, well, is it like like when you go and you have a pedicure? <laughs> I don't know what he answered but he just kept going on and on and on about it and so I never did find out is he better from it or not but it was so funny with him telling this story to us throughout the day I just had to share it is he getting medication from a traditional doctor or he's sticking with natural stuff no he didn't he's not getting traditional meds he said he was at the point where he'd try anything, so that's why he wanted to try that. But um, we had no idea. So I asked Mona, did you ever hear of someone getting headaches from it? And she said no. So I don't know why they got headaches, other than maybe he overdid the stuff rather than just put a little on. He probably packed it on. So uh, I I can't wait to tell you how he's doing from it because I'm, I'm positive that he's going to be better. But the way he was talking with Annette today, I figured he must be feeling better because before he, he couldn't even text anybody. He's, he was so sick. So, we'll see what happens. Dolly, you might want to ask him how much he's got left, because if he put gauze around it, a sock around it, a, a, a washcloth around it, and then he put plastic bags around it. Yeah. You know, that had to be a shitload of stuff, because yeah. why would you need all that otherwise? And the thing of it is, is that he put plastic on it. Okay? Yeah, so, yeah. And very often in in doing these packs, you do use plastic because it keeps it warm and sort of percolating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The plastic yeah. does. So he probably, uh, you know, he might have gotten, you know, weeks worth of stuff in one night and his family <laughs> did too. You know, and what happens when you detox? Very often you get headaches. They probably detox the entire family. <laughs> Wonder how the animals are doing. I I was wondering too, but I thought, oh, I'm not going to throw the animals into the mix too. <laughs> He'll let us know. Well, well, <laughs> I hope this changes his attitude when faced with uh, similar jobs. He has to have uh, pr- protective gear. Yes. Not to uh, go at it, you know, completely unprotected and exposed to whatever the the stuff is. I want to talk to him about that when he's feeling better. It it wouldn't, 
it wouldn't penetrate right now. He's he's feeling so horrible. Um, so I will stress that to him. If you get in another situation like that, you need those oxygen masks because he'll end up with another infection. For example, uh, this isn't plumbing, but uh, close to it when you're dealing with a, uh, uh, what do you call it, Um, uh, dangerous materials in New York, uh, one, the neighbor we had downstairs, she was one of these people that who, who spent years on welfare, but they changed the law. There was a year where they changed the law, and you, if you were if you were getting welfare, you actually had to work for it, and they would they would get these horrible jobs. So my neighbor downstairs, she got a job in a in a in a housing place where they had to get rid of uh, uh, asbestos. Oh, and <laughs> she used to describe her job is like. She would literally spend like an hour getting dressed up, and they the way that she described it when they, when they went into a place to remove this asbestos, they were they, they were wearing uh, the gear, the clothing that they were wearing. It they were almost like um, astronauts. They were That's completely good. covered from head it's, to toe. It's, it's called hazmat. Yeah, yeah. there you go. The hazmat yeah, uniform. Yeah. Yeah. So something like that uh, makes sense if for such a uh, such a uh, terrible environment that he went to. He, sh- he should have been uh, more careful in that sense. Yeah, you know, he hazmat called, type. He should have called the government mm-hmm. and got a hazmat test on it. Yeah. You know, though that that's ex- that's extremely dangerous because yeah. think of all the people, the customers that were in there, breathing in the fumes of whatever's underneath that. Yeah, shoulda, woulda, coulda. If yeah. only. Yeah. And I was, I was praising him for being a smart man because he was a plumber. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> they should, they should teach plumbers that. They yes. should probably make a regulation that if you find a situation where you're puking, that you immediately call government assistance. Yeah. Because these things are all, and I, you know, I mean, we're having a good time with it but the reality is is that this stuff is around you'll find it and you know don't play around with it this is not something you want to play around with this is poison stuff and he's got it in his body now which upsets me very greatly but nothing i can do about it now well all that can get detoxed out but it's going to take some work all I can do is maybe, maybe, maybe he did it in one night and detoxed everybody in the house. <laughs> That's you know? what I was thinking. <laughs> exactly. I oh my gosh. Well, he's got to no, have what? gotten something from it. Yeah, beautiful feet. Beautiful feet. <laughs> oh my god. Bless so, his heart. Anybody that wants beautiful feet, <laughs> you've just heard how to do it. Or how to pay back your kids and everybody in the house. I've got to do this. I do. I need to do this and detox them all at once. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. But we tried. We tried. Oh, we tried to help him. Oh, man. 
Well, like I say, we don't know yet. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we'll update you on the Say What show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I've been snickering about it all day, and I've been fussing, too, because he keeps saying, I don't know how I got this sick. I've never been this sick before. And I looked at Annette and said, he can't be that ignorant. I mean ignorant in the definition of you don't understand something. So you're ignorant of the definition of something or the explanation of something. Uh, But... How can he not understand why he's that sick? <laughs> One of those slap you on the back of your head. Because people don't, people don't use their imagination. They can't okay. imagine. You know, they, they, they've never encountered something like this. Nobody has told them, you know, be careful if you find these situations. They can be very dangerous. Here's the call. Here's the telephone number to call. Nobody says this to people. Yeah. Right. And it can be a small thing, like somebody under somebody's house. Mm-hmm. You don't know. So just be aware of it. It's creepy, crawly, yucky things. It, 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 it kind of makes you wonder, um, uh, when it comes to the issue of plumbing, did he get a formal training on that particular field of activity, or is he just uh, learned by doing it. Learned doing it by nature and just, you know, because... It's my understanding that uh, a lot of these guys go to these workshops to, like, for example, uh, cleaning out the asbestos. They have to do a, they have to get certified and do a special training on how to deal with that equipment. So that's all part of their certification. So I guess there are people who do plumbing without without any training, without any certification. It's just a trade, and they're used to doing it. uh, I guess. I don't know. Some people, for example, uh, I, I, growing up in, 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 I was born in 59, so grew up in the 60s, and I had, uh, I was sick for so many different reasons. As, 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 I mean, I was nine years old when I, I remember saying to my father, is this the last time I'm going to the hospital? Because I, I got five different operations for different things. And, but my father never had that history. He'd never been sick a day in his life. So when the time came that he got sick, it's like he it just wouldn't fit into his head. He just I, he doesn't under, he did not understand what it meant being sick because he's never been sick. Yeah. So it's like, oh, really? This is this is what? And in, in like in my, I was so used to being sick for different things that it, uh, I didn't think any of it. I was as a little kid, I thought, oh, I got this is this is life. You are sick. You have to be sick for different things. <laughs> I, did, I didn't question because I was used to being sick for different things. So so here he was deathly ill to start with. And then Annette and I take <laughs> that crap into him. <laughs> Just trying to help him. <laughs> no, but he's, he's still alive, so you didn't kill yeah. him. You, no, you know? that, that was an... an uh, I, I guess the term in Spanish, um, uh, it's a, it, it's in Spanish they call it an an attack treatment. Is when you are in a, such a bad situation, and then you have they have to give they do it all at once, not just a little bit at a time. It's just do it once in order to uh, stop the progress of the infection, 
So in in that case, it's like he got an attached an attack treatment of the uh, substances prescribed by Mona, and it actually did the part because one of the things you're you're not uh, you're not saying, for example, he got a headache, but all the other symptoms that he that, that were affecting him, they're not there. We don't right? know that. Like, uh, is he feeling the exactly the same thing he was feeling when it came down with this? Well, like I said, he his head hurt so bad he couldn't feel anything but the headache. Mm. So it, the pain in his head could have been masking his other symptoms. Well, the other thing is, is that you took his uh, name and put it under the Hoponopono. Yes, it's still there. Yeah, make things right. Okay. Well, you yeah. didn't give directions, but don't, don't, you know, don't, don't detoxify the entire house. <laughs> I feel bad for his well, wife no, and daughter no, and the animals. No, 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 no. You've helped them. You've protected them. Exactly. <laughs> because he walked into that house, he probably brought shit into that house. You know, that's the reality of this. If he was in it and he didn't have hazmat on it, that he could leave someplace and have it cleaned off before he goes home, he might have brought it into the house. So yeah, if, yeah. if you put it into the Hoponopono energy, which is make it right, then the Hoponopono, you're, you're, it's, it's like a billboard to the cosmic reality. Here, make it right. I've made this. I want you to make it right. And, okay, so what happens is that he reads the directions, but he doesn't, he doesn't get it into his head that it's a, a slight layer of paste. He thinks he's supposed to put the whole thing on his feet. Okay, now was that because he was out of it anyway, or is it because he was led to see it that way in order to go through an acute detoxification that may have affected the entire household and all of them may have been healed from it? You're not going to know that because they didn't have the symptoms of the problem. True. If nobody gets sick and, and he gets better, then that's well, probably... It's like a uh, I learned of this from uh, one of the uh, interviews with Enelia Benz. Uh, the thieves' oil, thieves like the word thief, you know, people who steal. Uh, this is something that was born in England in the, I think, in the 1500s. It was a time, um, she, the lady explained the history where it comes from. It was, uh, I think, the eight, 1800s in, in England where there was uh, an issue where People, uh, a lot of people were hospitalized because I think there was a, was it a chicken pox or small pox? It was one of the poxes was affecting people and a lot of people were hospitalized and or some other people were isolated because it was so infectious. And there were thieves that were enjoying that because the houses were locked up because people, the, the houses were empty because the 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 people living in the house were hospitalized some or isolated in some place so a lot of houses were empty and what these the leaves the thieves would do is they would put on 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 their clothing this thing called thieves oil which is a mixture of five different kind of oils and they would actually go into these places and they, they wouldn't get sick they wouldn't they wouldn't 
it, it, the, the oils was pro protecting them from getting uh, infected from the uh, whatever. Uh, uh, like I said, I don't remember if it was smallpox or chickenpox or whatever, but it was one of the uh, poxes going on around at the time. So they would put on this thing called thieves oil because they they were able to go and out, in and out of these places and they wouldn't get sick, even though they, the people that lived there were sick as a dog. And some a lot of people didn't survive, uh, and that that and they still sell it to this day. You can get it from uh, from these places, you know, uh, like health food stores. It's called thieves oil, and it's actually a mixture of five different kinds of oil that protect you from uh, this thing, the, the, these infectious uh, um, conditions. Who knows if he had been wearing that in his body? Maybe he would have given him a level of protection. Look at we got hazmat suits now. Yeah, yeah. Put that put that stuff in your prepper stuff, but you know don't go anywhere without a hazmat suit, and a good one, not one that's got a tear in it. <laughs> I had a friend of mine that got nuclear poisoning because he was working in a nuclear plant in a uh, hazmat suit that had a tear in it. Oh wow! Yeah. Did did he make it? Well, it's hard to tell because. Two years after that, he died in an automobile accident. Oh, okay. Which may have been a better way to go. You know? And it was like, I'm talking to him about it, and it's like he doesn't, uh, I understand that, oh, dude, you're in here into it for a real rocky ride here. And it was like he didn't. Or he was just dismissing it. I'm not sure which, but, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm very serious about this stuff. You got to be careful. It's out there. Don't be don't ignore it. Mm. Anyway, that was not a lovely subject, but it was interesting, informative. Yes. You got don't, yes. Listen to this story, y'all. If you get in a situation where it's toxic, you yeah. better get the equipment. Call the government. Yeah. <laughs> Give them something to do. You got anything else on your list? I oh, hope. yeah. Uh, this, uh, this retribution stuff that's going around for black people, if, they, if, <clears throat> if their ancestors were slaves, that they're going to give the black people money for what their ancestors went through. I think this is poppycock. I'm not racist. I don't care if it was uh, purple people who were ancestors were purple and they were slaves. I don't care what color they are. This is absolutely insane. The black people today did not go through what their ancestors went through back, back then. The ancestors went through hell. If anybody should get retribution, it should be those people, not the ones today who who haven't earned it. I mean, and where are they going to find enough money to pay all these people? It's absolutely insane, in my opinion. I mean, if if the black people today had gone through that kind of an ordeal, sure, yeah, I can see it. Or any people, sure I can see it, but this is this is another 
crazy. Let's uh, keep the people on our side thing from the black hats because they're so afraid that they're losing power over people and they're just hanging this out to, oh, here, let's buy these people and keep the power we have over them. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, yeah. That's, it's, it's, it's like uh, uh, the welfare system. When I arrived in, in the U.S. Uh, back in what, what, 1983, I mean, I remember at the time the the constant uh, people criticizing the whole welfare system, how it was uh, uh, the women were exploiting the system because they were getting they were getting pregnant uh, on purpose because as long as they had the children, they got a they, they're getting a, a constant. Uh, quota from the government so they don't that uh, and every time on this and you can't have welfare forever you have but once the child is of a certain age then they're out of the welfare system so that's easy make another kid so people were constantly criticizing that and i remember in especially in new york uh, the hispanic the the puerto rican people all the hispanic people were being criticized that they would do that, they would exploit that. So I guess at, at some point they said, okay, enough is enough. And I remember, I I don't know if it was ni the 90s, was it? When they actually changed the law and they would not take away the welfare. You, you have the kids, you get the welfare, but you have to work for it. And that's how the, this, this um, downstairs neighbor, gosh, she ended up getting trained on this hazmat suits because she was being, it, once they were done cleaning the uh, asbestos from uh, this building, oh, on to the next building. But she had to do all these undesirable jobs that nobody else wanted to do in order to continue getting her welfare money. So, you know, and then she wasn't complaining about it. She just wanted to get her money so that, uh, you know, pay the rent and be able to uh, uh, have money to pay for the life of these of these kids. So in, in her particular case, she wasn't complaining about the jobs, even though they're horrible jobs. She was thinking, so how is this benefiting uh, them? You know, I don't understand, you know. Uh, I get it when, you know, helping the, how can I say this? There are people who, are constantly doing something to better themselves and help themselves and get out of a, of a bad, bad situation. So I think they're worth every penny in helping them get out of from under. But there are people that don't won't don't want to get to get out from under. They enjoy getting a free ride for whatever reason. Uh, as as long as I'm getting a free ride, I mean, why should I bother? So that it's that's the part that uh, it. There are people that actually want to improve their their condition in life, and they want to make a good good life for themselves and for their children. But there are there are those who don't care. They just they don't care. So I I don't know how 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 can you make a, an 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 honest fair system when there are so many flaws into this the way it's set up. Well, like for example, my um. Case in point, I, I guess, um, back in Argentina, my grandfather, and I blame his ignorance for it, 
he was reading all the all this printed material regarding communism and how it was helping and he was getting reading all these articles about life in 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 Cuba and then how fantastic and I said what and I would listen to him and I said you're absolutely wrong you're reading propaganda that's not what life is like in in a truly uh, communist country you you think that's the way they, they life is for the no that's not it's you're reading the propaganda that's what you're you're falling for that's not real life it's it's like for example uh it, it, it kind of compares with the thing with Nancy when she had a chance to communicate with Chinese people. They way the way they saw their government or the way they uh, handled their government was nothing like what we thought life for Chinese people was like. And the same thing goes for with Argentina. Is like, for example, you. you <laughs> Nobody w bothers being honest with the government because even employees for the government aren't honest with the government. Like uh, you would be terrified, like a, a, the, a new law comes out and you have to pay this huge tariff over something and you're hardly making ends, you know, you're making ends meet, meet with the things getting so expensive and then you have to go down to City Hall to pay for these tariffs. Well, it's very simple. You're you're dealing with government employees, and they say and they say the new tariff is ninety dollars. Well, if you give me five dollars, I'll sign the paper that you paid off. And you say to yourself, okay, that sounds good. But what happens with the, when your bosses find out? You know that you didn't get your money, the ninety bucks. You got five bucks. And well, guess what? The bo your bosses are part of it. The, the, it goes all the way to the very top. My father had a friend who uh, was actually working uh, in Spanish, I guess it would be the uh, Institute of Vitivinicultura. It was the institute who had uh, the, all the laws and regulations re for the growers of the, of the, in, the, in the province, for the, all the people uh, that had plantations for grape, for fruit trees, uh, and anything that had to be stuff to do with growing things. And he used to tell my father, he says, when we do the books and to the, for, the, for the national government and to show the, the income that we'd had, no, we, we can't tell them the truth. We can't tell them what, actually mo what actual money we earned. What we do is we fudge the books so instead of making $100, we made uh, $25. So that's what the government believes. And so that's what the government takes. Because if we tell the government what we actual money we, we make, they take it all. And we are left with nothing with what, what money you need to run the operations in the, in, the, in the state. So it goes all the way to the very top, the business of lying in order to, in order to make in order to make the system work you lie constantly for everything <laughs> when i when i was in the army i i uh well i spent uh after i got out of active duty i went into the reserves and so once a month i had to go down and play army and we were designated we were civil affairs company which means that uh 
we had to be prepared to go in the you know in the in the beginning of any kind of a war conflict in order to make a the ability for the military people to talk to the civilian people so you know that's what we did that was our job so i see that they've got books on all sorts of countries all over the world you know that were put together by the military so i thought you know a civil affairs company here we should have access to that those books so that because this was before the internet okay so i say i say to my supply person there i said i want to you know get a set of these books and he said okay you know and he said so you want three sets i said no i only want one set he said yeah but if you want the one set you need to put three <laughs> and i said i don't want three yeah but you see this is the way you know things are and this is the military right army and I, I, I was having a very hard time about this, you know, and I said, you know, I asked, started asking him questions. And well, the final thing was, is that he said, look, at, at the end of a year, when we're about to go into a new fiscal year, we have to somehow or another use up all the equipment, all the money that we still have on hand, because if we don't, then the next year we're not going to get the money we need. Okay, but you didn't need that money this year. Why are you going? Anyway, so yes, Walter, you, it, it's a it's permeated not just in in. You're too uh, honest, yeah. honest, Captain. <laughs> yes, it was. But the damn thing was, they sent me all three sets. I had books out. Oh my God, they were so mad at me. I mean, because it, it, the, the the books just kept coming. I actually took one whole set home with me to get them out of there. Oh, Lord, I finally threw them out. <laughs> I carted them around for years, and I said, this is ridiculous. Well, by that time, the, you know, the Internet was on its way. <laughs> but, uh, no, I would. I, that was a real eye-opener to me. Because I... I'm just you too right, too honest. This is not something that, you know, I ever saw in Massachusetts growing up as a Yankee. <laughs> yeah. So, um They call that cooking the books. Cooking the books. Yeah, yep. they cook the books. Yeah. So again, going going back to the beginning of the subject, uh you're paying you're thinking of paying reparation. The the real question is into whose pockets the, is that reparation going to go? The, that's because somebody is, is planning that money for something, and it's not going to be black people, I can tell you. They're going to make it look that way, and they're going to justify it. They're going to come up with a, a million excuses how to justify giving the, this money to these people. The, just wait. Just wait, and you'll see. They'll, they'll come up with a... a, a a reasonable explanation why we need this money and how it's good, but the not, black people are not going to get it. Somewhere you should have, you, you should have told that to Governor, uh, what's his name, California, Gab, D Gab Gavin Newsom. Yeah, Newsom. Yeah, you ought to talk to Governor Newsom. What I heard was that that these people, crazy people in uh, one of the cities, wanted to look at the question of reparation. And so Newsom, you know, being the, 
guy that he is said, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Why don't you look into it? Assuming maybe that maybe he's not smart enough. Uh, but to realize that that's one of the dumbest ideas anybody's ever had. So what happened was that this committee that he put out there to look at it that, you know, he probably hoped would say, oh, no, we can't possibly afford this. Or, well, maybe maybe afford a little bit, you know, like I'll give you five hundred dollars because you might have had some generation so far back that nobody remembers um, a slave, you know. But this was like stupid stuff. It was like if they go along with this. You're going to bankrupt California. California doesn't make enough in money coming in to pay this reparation thing. It was million, tens of millions of dollars to these people per person. It was insane. But then the AOC or something is now talking about it should be a federal program. <laughs> these people are insane. None so of it. This is part of the woke agenda. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh wait a minute. I, I I can see that there's another. There's a color corollary to this. So they are planning to pay reparation to all those peoples whose gender was changed against their against their will because they were brainwashed into getting a gender change. So then uh, they're stuck with whatever gender they chose, and now they have to be repaired. You have to pay reparation because they got uh, switched against their consent or uh, against their better judgment because they were too little. They were very young children, therefore they, they didn't have a better judgment. They were brainwashed. Well, I, I don't know why you went there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's part of the woke agenda. We're discussing all the all the ins and outs of the woke agenda, like for the banks had the woke agenda and you were saying how they the the this this uh, company that deals with uh, the stocks and bonds they got awoke and it, they messed it up somehow. You you were telling about us. Well, yeah, but the transgender thing has it's part of the quote in quotes woke agenda. But in reality, it's much more awful than that. It's the transhumanism. That's that's where they're going with this oh. transhumanism. This the the woke agenda is really a psychological operate. One of the one of the jobs that I had in the military is uh, psyops because of the civil affairs. Because psyops means that psychological operations mean that you're conducting a program in order to indoctrinate somebody. Now, in our case, we were trying to indoctrinate the civilians in the area that we're in that we are really the good guys and the people we're killing are the bad guys. That's what our job was, part of our job. So in psychological operations, what you want to do is you want to essentially do the things that are considered woke now, all right, to set the mind in a position where it's easily controlled. And they they do that by making you into putting you into a state of fear, then telling you that they're the ones that are going to get you out of it, and then and, and there's always a price for that. And so you give up another one of your freedoms in order to get security. And as Ben Franklin said, you know, 
if you give up secure if you give up your rights for security you'll have neither it's not quite that simple but i mean his his statement was profound it went on for a while <laughs> it's not just that statement but that's the sum of it you cannot give up your you know to feel secure to give up your freedoms is not going to work it never has and it's part of a, a known psychological operation so isn't that and, isn't that the uh, the essence of uh, one or or one of the essence of the book, uh, 19, uh, 1940, I mean nineteen eighty four the the book, isn't it about it? And, you know, everyone is safe, but everybody's a slave. Yeah, there's a lot of books like that. <laughs> but listen, we're going to take a break here, and it is a long one, but I I couldn't I just kept ending up on this one. I said that I would sing. Let me take a moment to say thank you to the lovely people who make distribution of this podcast possible. Mysticalwares.com in Mount Vernon, Washington. Dedicated to exploring both the known and the unknown, then helping provide the products and tools to expand your reach. Mystical Wares, Mount Vernon, Washington. If you are experiencing spiritual stasis, head to Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon because it is a metaphysical oasis. And they are actually lovely people and they really do have a huge inventory. So get yourselves up there. And if you don't want to drive all the way, go ahead and visit them on their .com. I am Arnie, mad as the day is long, Abadician. Stand up and claim your sovereignty. We are divine beings, not disposable commodities. Don't drink cheap booze. Remain alert and amused, but above all, my darlings, let the spirit inhabit the human. And welcome back to the second hour of the Cosmic Reality Show for May 23rd, 2023. I just got a message from Jan. She is landed in Chicago, and she said... I'm sitting in the flagship lounge, drinking a glass of champagne and having a snack. <laughs> so, halfway you mean there. she's gone? She's gone. Is first class? No, oh. not necessarily. Oh. No, I I don't know how she's flying. Oh. So she anyway, has to go to just... Britain via Chicago. Yeah, she had to have a layover flight. Well, so she's I, not I would have thought New York. Huh. Well, it's it's which airlines is going which way. Yeah. You know, if you fly out of Florida, the you're going to end up in Atlanta <laughs> for a good m number of the flights before you go on. Well, at least so. she's at her layover. Yep. Yep. Okay, so um, you were talking about, what were you talking about when we, what the heck was he talking about? Walter, what were you talking about? <laughs> well, you, were you were clarifying the this whole walk agenda thing. Oh, yeah. You were saying how the, uh, it was a transhumanistic crap. Yeah. That they were trying to push. And I, I mean, was, uh, and I was saying that the, this thing of uh, operating kids uh, is just an excuse for making, because later in later years when they're going to be adults, you're going to have to pay reparation because you made them crazy. 
Well, the thing, <laughs> the, thing, the thing about the transgender I- I- issue, okay, why I say it's connected to transhumanism, is that, first off, these doctors and these hospitals are getting a tremendous amount of money. And the pharmaceutical companies, stupid money, because these kids have to be on these drugs for the rest of their lives. All right, so you know how they like to lock you into this, oh, if you, once you start it, you got to stay on it for the rest of your life drugs. That's, that's, what, what, that's one of the, uh, that to me is the mechanism that is propelling the uh, pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. and hospitals. All right. Now, what what is propelling the doctors to go through with this is the same thing. It's greed. It's money. But on the other side of it, well, but what what what's the real point here? Well, the real point is to think about how the language has been changed. This, you know, people are talking about he, she's and they's. And, and I mean, it's like absolutely insane. Because what they want us to do is to deny God. That's that's their ultimate goal here. Deny God. We say that, you know, there's a natural law behind biological life. That, you know, you can categorize as God's law. And you have males and you have females. Well, if you can rip that basic concept away from the population, the masses, then what happens is that you, you're really denying God. We can do anything. We can change your sex. I mean, you know, so it's it's an attack on God. One of the things that is, I don't know, I, I, I doubt that it's being covered on mainstream media, but the attacks on the Christian community, particularly the Catholics right now, because they got informants taking the names of people that are attending mass. They, they shut down the churches while they kept up the uh, marijuana stores and the alcohol stores and the lumber stores. They, tur- they, they shut down the churches. And people aren't paying attention to this. There's a a situation occurring, <laughs> this is how crazy it's getting. There's a situation that's occurring over a table that was set up by pro-life kids in this university. Howard, you know, is it Howard? All oh, you probably aware of this. Um, not because of your last name, but because you might have heard the, 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 the segment. So these kids just have these pamphlets out on this table. And this black woman comes up, and I, I don't remember what she was saying to him, but she ended up just taking... What the hell? What the hell? There's somebody driving in my neighborhood. My God, it sounded like it came right through the room. Oh, that was weird. Oh, So, um... She just took all the pamphlets and threw them on the floor. Meanwhile, she was she said the word F-U-C-K at least five, four times. I'll say four times. She was nasty as could be. So 
somebody from the New York Post found out what her address was, knocked on her door, and she opened the door and she had this ugly looking butcher knife and put it right up against his throat. And there was a cameraman filming as this happened. <laughs> right? I, and I again, I didn't, it was inaudible to me what she said to him. And then she went back in and shut the door. Now, this to me is like, you know, really insane behavior. Because all these kids are doing is saying, look at you, you, you believe in abortion. But I believe that the child should not be murdered. It's it's, it's it's like, how can you change somebody's perspective if you think that abortion is murder? Because they've got a lot of information on why they think that. And what? where's your, you're, you're just trashing human beings. You're trashing the, the concept of, you know, maybe you should have the heartbeat. You know, that, that. That might be the telltale sign, but, you know, these people are crazy. They they actually, in some laws and some states and stuff, you can have a live birth and then abort the baby. It's insane. And the federal government had some passed some congressional law saying up to the moment of birth that you can abort. This is insanity. What's the difference between a baby in the womb about to be born and a child that's delivered, that's infanticide. It's cut and dry. It, you know these people can't see this? Either right, way, now, it's murder. Exactly. But now there's a segment that I only saw this one time. And I understand why I only saw it this one time. And I'm, I'm hesitant to, to say it. But we have to understand that this whole thing about transgenderism has nothing to do with the kids. It has everything to do with creating a world where the human soul has been destroyed. And you, Lucifer or the dark side or whatever have won. They beat God. Everybody's, you know, lost their souls. That's what the spiritual war is ultimately about. But the, the guy that was at the table that... You know, they're showing that particular clip was on with, um, I guess it was Jesse Waters, maybe. I don't even remember. And he said that they, they had tape of it. They actually had tape of this girl who came up to the, when they were setting up, came up. And they had some kind of a little display thing of seemingly fetuses. You know, this is what, this is what you think is a nothing. This is a, you can see the child emerging from this. You know, this is something that you need to, to see to understand that pro-life has a reason for being here. So this woman walked up and took him, stole him. Well, sometime later, she comes back and she throws these fetuses back on the table and they're all destroyed. So, you know, it was like, this is really weird. But then it got weirder. Because the woman, the girl, she was a girl. The, the kid's telling the story. He said, 
when she walked up to the table and took these from the table, she actually put them in her mouth and started chewing as she walked away. Think of that image. This is the insanity. So you hear people talking about this transgender uh, situation, stand up. Stand up and say, are you sure you want to do this? Do you know what it means? Can you explain it to me? I'm not just going to say, I understand it. I'm asking you, please explain it to me. Because they can't. Oh, the children, blah, 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 blah. Let them talk. Because the more they talk, which is not going to take very long because they don't know anything about it. They're just going to mouth the stuff that they've been told. And sit there and look at them and then feed their words back to them. You know, don't, because what we tend to do is that we have a situation where these people are really ignorant. And ignorant defined is a lack of information. And they keep getting this beamed into their heads, beamed into their heads. And yes, we are already basically have AI and... What, wasn't all this the product of the MK Ultra? All this mind MK control? No, MK Ultra was part of the plan. It was mm-hmm. not the... I mean, it's, it, that's such a slim slice of what they're doing. You know, there are books written on this subject concerning how you get a hold of people. But you've got people out there who are so violent and so angry, they're not in control. And those are the people that are going to take it down. Because when you see somebody, you you know... I mean, hey, I I could argue abortion. I could, I mean, I know both sides of the story. But when you see somebody who is so blatantly angry about this, why are you so angry about this? It's murder. Can't you understand that? You know, I believe that in the first trimester that the woman should have the decision. But after that, all bets are off. No. Anything you do to that child is murder. That's just my own perspective on it. And it comes from energetics, as, you know, enterology, as well as just what is fair to the, to the person that, you know, is in the situation they're in and, and doesn't want that path in life. They should have that decision. And if you don't know in the first trimester, you, you're, you know, that's, that's a different story. But anyway, that's me talking. But as far as some of the things that are coming out there, it's it's to defeat God. They're they're just you know obsessed with the evil, evil being you know not the right path. The things that they do, a normal person's not going to do that. Something's wrong. They've been doctrinated. And on Radio 5G tomorrow. Well, go ahead, Walt. No, I'm going to think, again, we're going back to the, we've discussed it before. We're not dealing with human beings here. We're we're dealing with some other kind of alien race because if the standard 
murder of human life is uh, business as usual, is a is like a source of revenue, a way of life, a cult is something that you do in your in your in your belief system. Then we are no longer dealing with humans. We we are we're not because well let's look at the look at the uh, the, the wild world. You have different uh, creatures. You have uh, gorillas. You have uh, the bonobos. You have the um, chimpanzees. You have different. Okay, there yes there are fights be between them, but there are, I I don't see fights that uh, end up with the consumption of the the ones you killed. They fight with each other, and one is supposed to win. But it's nobody fights to eat the um, the other. Um, uh, I mean, you you see the the what do you call it? The consumption of the meat, but from uh, predators attacking prey. But within uh, the same group, that's not unheard of. And here we are dealing with humans destroying human life as a way of life, as a standard operating procedure you know then then we're not dealing with humans anymore there are at least two different uh, uh, i mean species here one looks human but it's not well i think the difference is you've got human and you've got human beings okay it's a twist on words but a human is it, it it's it's a creature that it, it's it's whole motive. It's almost like the the lower body is a human without a soul. Maybe that's it. Maybe those people have lost their souls. Maybe they weren't born without them. I don't know. But I know that everything I know about being a human being goes so contrary to what is happening now and what has been happening. I was an anti-war protester. And then I went in the military because the only way I was going to understand the establishment was to join it. And boy, did I understand. Well, the, the big difference, the big difference is that before you couldn't see it. Everything was perfectly hidden. Everything was normalized. You know, the life as usual. And we we took it. We said, oh, this is this is life. This is no, this is not what life is. What happens is that nobody knows about it. Nobody knows how that that it's a it's a common practice to consume human blood. Well, now it's now it's becoming known. Adrenochrome has become a word in everyday parlance. Everyone knows what the word adrenochrome stands for. Fifty years ago, it was perfectly uh, consumed. Yet nobody knew what adrenochrome. What does that word mean? What I never heard of that. So the difference between then and now is that now it's public knowledge. It's all public knowledge. <laughs> Some of the things that come out of people's mouth on like like Fox, you know, it's uh, they were talking about Hillary and somebody had met her or something. And somebody said, well, at least she didn't kill you. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the, the stories that we talk about that used to be you know, conspiratorial, are no, now known. The problem that we're confronting is, okay, so we know it's bad. The Fox people know it's bad. They're, they're, they talk all the time about, are they anybody going to pay for this? Is anybody going to pay for this? 
And no, 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 no. And now it's like, no, nobody expects anybody to be paid for it, to pay for it. It's like, now it's all known, Walt. But how do you get from knowing it to being able to do something about it? And I guess the only way to do it is to continually, hey, you want to see what's under this this little uh, curtain? Oh, look at this, pedophilia. Oh, how about here? Oh, they're stealing all your money. Oh, what about the Ukrainians? Oh, child trafficking. I mean, it's like everything is being opened up. And I, I, you know, I mean, it's yes, you got a lot of people out there that are still following along. They're not evil people. They just got hood, hoodwinked. And um, but because they're just following along, but they're not engaged like these angry people are. Putting out a tremendous, I mean, the energy off of those videos is terrible. They're just such negativity. It's just unbelievable. And those are the people that keep, you know, they're they're kind of star craving mad. And they're like a trapped animal. Because think think about how lonely they are. You know, I, I mean, it's just like, whew. And the, the, and this is AI or this is transhumanism that's already beginning to happen. All right, like for instance, um, how many people walk out of their house, get a mile down the road, realize they don't have their phone, and turn around and get it? Why? Because they're not. They don't feel fulfilled if they don't have that phone there. They're not the person they should be. The person they are without that phone there. This is part of the transhumanism agenda to make you so dependent on all of this stuff that you think you're you start to see your reality in terms of the gizmos that you got. And and how you you know, I mean, and I hey, listen, I li- live on the computer for most of the time. But again, to me, it's it's what happens inside you, you know. I mean, I still have a lot of books around here because when the computers go down, I want to be able to still, you know, engage my mind. So if it left, it would be wonderful. I've been through quite a few storms here in South Florida and the electricity's gone down for a number of days, sometimes weeks. Every time that happens, there is such a peace. Hmm. I mean, it's just like, it's palatable. And in that peace people come out and talk to each other that have never talked to each other because the electricity was on. If it all shuts down, it's going to be okay. Because if that's if they have to take it to that point of reset, we're still going to be okay. Will there be problems? Will there be? Yes, but not as many as I think people fear. Because... I, I was with a, a tax man once, and he said to me, you have no idea how deep the black economy is, meaning the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. You know, you got, you got a situation where er, people, people are, it's just like you're saying, cooking the books. There's a lot more money out there than people know, because it's not on the books. You got a lot of independent thinking people who can pick up 
and make things work, who can keep it going. You've got areas that can get together and, and finally do things that are sane and make food abundant again. It, it all can be done. Will there be some hardship if it goes to that point? Yes, absolutely. But if you're one of the people that is is centered and stable and a human being, you're going to be okay. And I just, you know, feel very strongly that we have to, uh, I was the person that said, oh, you know, it just, we're not, it's not going to get bad. Well, I don't think, I still don't feel like it's going to get bad, but I can understand why other people are feeling that way. And like I say, I, I okay, I'm, I'm just minding my own business today. And all of a sudden, I'm having a very vivid sexual thing in my head. And I'm going like, what the hell? Where did this come from? And I'm thinking that, and I knew right away that this was not, this was mucking with the electronics again. If you're starting to see things like this, they may be up in their game. You know, so that all of a sudden you've got thoughts in your head and you'll feel it. You will feel it because you are the people you are, you know. Um, and if you get something like that and somebody's in the room with you, say, are you just having a really strange thing happening in your head, like sexual <laughs> connotations? And if because it might be happening to them, too. We don't know, but be aware of that, because, I mean, it was like. Right out of the blue, it was very, very vivid. It was very artificial. And, um, yeah, it may not work again because they hit me with it and I called in the big guys and said, we're not going to do this. <laughs> but that's a cosmic reality. Oh, we are in cosmic reality. <laughs> you know, on Saturday, we had a conversation and Mona brought up... Um, when, when we uh, were working with the Mecca Black Cube and, and uh, that whole story about the Ark of the Gabriel and the lightning bolt and stuff. You remember that? On Say yeah, What? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going down a list of the old cosmic reality shows and, may, and putting them out as cosmic reality chronicles. And guess what was there? It was that show. <laughs> so... Anybody who um, listens to say what heard us talking about that or is interested in an amazing story, uh, it will be up in the archives uh, probably tomorrow. And you, you can, I mean, it's going to play again tonight. It'll be the second show after we shut down. Here. Yeah, it'll be the second show after. It'll, it'll be Shungite show and then it'll be that. But yeah, so talk about synchronicities. Well, thought and action. Okay, so um, if you don't have anything more to say on any of those subjects, Dolly, did you have something else on a list? Did you well, have I had something to say on the subject of oh, okay. the abortions, um, but I didn't want to interrupt. So I'm going to say it. Abortions are promoted these days because the babies are used for sacrifice or they're used for to make the adrenochrome uh, and or they're used in rituals uh, before uh, like 
like before in the in the years previous to when things started pushing the abortion, those babies were given up for adoption to the parents or to people who truly wanted a baby and they couldn't have one. That's where the babies went to a mostly loving homes. Um, but when it started turning to abortion is when when I started looking into it. Why? Why are they wanting to abort these children? And in abortion, I mean, by abortion, some of them were uh, made to be born live, live births. The ones where they cut them up in pieces, those pieces were used, um, like for the adrenochrome recipes and stuff. So... Uh, it makes me sad when they try to promote abortion as it's a women, woman's right. They're trying to whitewash. We want those babies. And it just makes me sick to my whole body that this is allowed to go on. And they keep pushing it to go on. And that's why people were fighting. No, we have to have abortions legalized. They want the babies. I just wanted to say that. Okay, then. Do you have something else on your list? It was Tucker against Fox. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Where did I went in my all these freaking tabs I have? Oh, here, let's see. Here it goes. Oh, hey, New York suffered a massive earthquake. This was a headline. Uh, so I clicked on that link, uh, and here's what it says Earthquake rumbles through major U.S. state, a magnitude 2.2. Earthquake reportedly struck New York around 1.53 a.m. Friday morning at a depth of 10.3 kilometers. That was Friday, May 19. But the headline reads, New York suffers a massive earthquake. And then you get into it, and it says earthquake rumbles through a major U.S. state. They are so deceptive in all their words. And then it's a magnitude of 2.2. That's like if it's a big rung, rung, rumbling thunder and it shakes things in your cupboard. I, I was in California and I went through a lot of their earthquake things. And I just wanted to point out, don't be fooled by what you're reading. Like Dave says, don't believe everything you read. Look further. I, I just wanted to point that out as a reminder. Uh, let's see. I'm going down the list. I'm looking for a... There it is. Tucker versus... Oh, oh. I always put the link in where I find this stuff. Hold on. I get you the link. Okay. Here's copy. Now... Oh. Where's the chat room? Here's the, ch 
the link for the earthquake. Okay, now back to my list thing. It's over here. Um, Fox versus Tucker versus Fox. Let me put that into the link into the chat. This I found kind of interesting. Copy. Oh, I'm in the wrong. Here we go. Paste. Okay, that's Tucker versus Fox. If I can find it again. Oh, I get myself so messed up. Here we go. Here are a couple of snippets from that link that I just put in the chat. Um, the very first episode of Fox News Tonight. That is the show they put on in place of in Tucker's place where he used to be eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so the very first episode of Fox News Tonight, which replaced Carlson's show, dropped in ratings within the key 25 to 54-year-old age demographic. Things went from bad to worse, with the time slot pulling in just 1.3 million viewers with host Brian Kilmeade getting beat out by MSNBC's Chris Hayes, who had 1.38 million viewers the same night. Um, Carlson was averaging 3.25 million viewers, and his show was the second highest rated show on cable news behind Fox's The Five. Other viewers took a harder approach, canceling their Fox Nation subscription in protest. I'm one of those. I canceled that sucker immediately. Let's see, more snippets out of that. Fox News is reportedly now considering multiple scenarios for its primetime lineup amid declining ratings since Carlson's departure. A recent report suggested Sean Hannity might move into the 8 p.m. hour while Jesse Waters and Greg Gutfeld could also be tossed into the mix-up, according to Variety. No decision has been made on a new primetime lineup, and there are multiple scenarios under consideration, Fox said in a statement Wednesday, according to Variety. But even a primetime shake-up might not be enough to Poll Fox News from the slump. A recent poll conducted between April 28 and May 2 amongst 404 likely 2024 Republican primary votes voters found Carlson had a net favorability of 59%, while Fox News had one of minus 4%. (laughs) That's pretty big difference there. So Fox is Fox is in a little bit of trouble right now. Uh, and I think it's the best thing in the world that happened to Tucker because now he's free. He's on 
Twitter? Twitter? He's on. No, what's he on? Yeah, no, I think Twitter. it's a, where? Twitter. Twitter. Oh, yeah, he's on there, and he can do and say what he wants to. So uh, Fox is the one who lost on that deal. Well, this is going to change the geography of the entire way that we get our media. Yep. This, this is the this is the biggest change. I mean, this is what we would have all wanted to happen, because Tucker Carlson, all right, when he when he left when he got fired, because on Friday he apparently thought he was going to be on Monday. He said, "We'll see you Monday," and Gutfeld. It, when he was so angry, you could tell he was angry, and he couldn't say anything about it on the five or even on his own show. But at one time, he he said he said, "Well, it's like you know, you go into the office, you say good night, and they say, oh, by the way, you're fired." And then he went on with something else, you know, letting it out that 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 was how broadsided. I think that personally, I think Tucker, I think he was pushing them to get fired because. Okay, he has Donald Trump. He interviews Donald Trump. And then he interviewed Musk. And then he, the that Friday, he had continually upped his attacks on every aspect of every lie. He flat out said, they're liars. They're lying. They don't know anything else except to do the lie. And then that Friday, he really lambasted the pharmaceutical companies. So I think he was looking to be fired. And where did he end up on Twitter? And who's on Twitter? Musk. You know, he also had the chance with Trump. Maybe he was thinking about going to Truth Social. Because I heard, okay, somebody gave me the upset. Tucker had responded on Twitter. And it was only a couple of hours after he posted. And he already had 8 million views on it. <laughs> so, and the guy that produced the show was also fired. So you got Tucker and his producer that are going to make probably basically the same show, easy enough to do, and put it on Twitter. So now it and I if there's I would think that they'd be smart enough to put it in that 8 p.m. Eastern time time slot. That's where everybody heard him every night. And boom, all of a sudden everybody's looking at Twitter for the news. And it's not going to surprise me because I I actually thought that they would do it on Rumble, but obviously Twitter's probably even a better format for it. Um, because of the uh, instantaneousness of it. So you've got a situation now where the alternative community, Dan Bongino, he was very popular on Fox. He was also fired. You've got innumerable number of people who have been censored and taken down. Those people could go on. They could make a news network with t- Twitter as the base and be up and running and dominate, dominate the information war. And I think that maybe that's the delay in getting Tucker up is that they're, they're going to come out with a whole. That's what I'm hoping, because that's what it could be. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, you got a, a source of news is telling you the truth. 
Imagine that. <laughs> what Tucker said in his in his t- Twitter place that it's going to be the same plus it's going to be like he did every night plus more stuff in where they are now so I'm really looking forward to it I think Fox is going to lose more than more than the skin off their back they're going to lose a lot well there's talk that Fox is going to try to keep him in his contract Oh, but, uh, you know, the, obviously, they're the ones that fired him. They're, they broke the contract. But even if, even if um, they wanted to stop him, it's a legal case. You know how long those can go on. And, you know, we're talking, we need to get this done, you know, instantaneously if possible. We've got to make a turnarounds quickly. But uh, you said that the source of revenue for Fox, another channels like it was the pharmaceutical so if now fox is is losing all the audience uh does that mean that all the pharmaceuticals are going to use uh twitter to no no (laughs) advertise their wares (laughs) no what happens is that the price of a commercial is based on how many viewers so if they don't have any viewers then the pharmaceutical companies are going to pay half of what they were paying for an ad and so you've lost half your revenue. Comprende? Yeah. So they're going to look to uh, sell their wares in, in another platform, right? Where there's more uh, more audience? Yes, the com- yes, that is, it's a boon for Twitter, too, because when Musk took over Twitter, ha- he lost half of his, his advertising. That's, I, that's what I heard, half. Um, so now you bring in Tw- Tucker and you bring in all, I mean, there are so many, because he was bringing them on. You bring in a, a show with Robert Kennedy, you know, you, you bring in, because they're all into a podcast. All you'd have to do is, you know, here, go over Twitter, you know, and build up the audience. You would have advertising up the Gahosa and Elon Musk would be now probably the most wealthy man in the solar system <laughs> never mind earth so yeah it, it, it how can this lose they can try but that's just showing their hand so interesting times we live in that was a good one dolly <laughs> thank you i tried to Find some good ones. That was the last one that I had. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so I got uh, tired. You got tired. Yeah. So um, Dave hasn't said anything about this. Uh, appears this thing that appears to be a movement by the White Hats. The thing with the uh, missing six hundred thousand pounds of nitrate thing. I saw that uh, uh, Janine was casting the tarot on that because they're they're talking about it, that it appears to be some kind of a, a false flag thing, because now sixty thousand pounds of this nitrate disappears from a, a, a from a railroad depot, and then 
almost on the same breath, it turns out that uh, 50% of the senators are going to be issued um, satellite telephones to keep in touch. Only half, half of the senators, and not all of them, only half of the senators are going to be given. So there's this, uh, this story going around that maybe half of the senators are, are not trustworthy and only the ones that are not part of the cabal are going to be issued these uh, satellite telephones. I don't know, the whole, the whole thing smells of a, some kind of false flag. So Janine was casting the cards on it and, and, and what she was getting is that this was a, this was a, a, man, uh, a maneuver, but it's like the, the white hats have uh, taken control of a, of a black hat operation. So I don't know what what will be the end of that story. I'm trying to see if Dave wants to come in. That's what I was wondering. Maybe come just in. maybe he can talk. Okay, so Dave, oh, he's saying, remember, I keep saying, don't believe everything you hear or everything you see, because there, there's so much manipulation going on these days, even the people involved in the antics that they're trying to pull off don't know who to believe and they're very uh, it's like they're in a group but within the group they know that there's people who are spies and so they don't want to say the whole truth to the whole group because and they don't want to say even to people they think they can believe because they don't think they can believe anyone now either so it kind of messes up their their plans but uh, there's a lot of manipulation going on with with what how to say that the black hats get these plants. They think they're going to pull this off. And we know that every time they try to make a plan and carry it off, it's so mucked up. People see right through it. So, the black hats, no, the white hats are finding out about these plans that the black hats have. And they are... Uh, tripping up the the carrying out of the Black Hat's plans by having spies within the Black Hat's group and then they can interject different uh, thoughts, ideas and, and make the plans change in order to turn out the way the White Hat's want them to that's going to show the black hats for what they are. Did that make sense? 
Of course, it means that it'll. It, there's no end in sight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Faith. I just repeated his words. I I didn't know. I didn't understand that myself. Okay. So uh, anything else, Dave? Something. No. Plural. Some things big are going to be happening like before the end of this month. So uh, it's okay. Don't get flustered. Stay calm. You're, we're all good. We're all okay. Um, but just prepare your minds uh, that something big, big things are going to be happening. Um, but before, uh, big things bad or big things good? Well, it depends on you look on how you look at it, he says. <laughs> um, that, okay, let, well, me, let, me, let me just throw this in. That the June 1st is when the country's supposed to default. Is this what we're talking about, the collapse of the financial system, or is he referencing something else? So the question is, yes or no, is this a financial system situation? Uh, yes and no. It's not going to, well, that's not the big things. There's going to be bigger things. But he, of course, he can't say what. But yes, the financial system they have, it's it's already done. Financial system is already done. They are just trying to bring it out slowly to the people. Uh, your financial system is changing. It has changed. Um, so that's not one of the big things he's talking about. Well, that's a wow, because <laughs> I thought that was pretty big. So he's, he's not telling us what, though. Okay, so just be prepared for something big. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know he can't say it. Why tell the enemy what we're going to do so they can uh, prepare for it? <laughs> so, no, he's not going to give us details on it. We'll know it. We'll know it when it happens. Um, uh, he doesn't really have any more. He says... Things are happening behind the scenes. Uh, we might think not much is going on, but a lot is going on. He, he's saying the Ukraine is, the tunnels are cleaned out, and now they are trying to collapse tunnels. They want to collapse tunnels so nobody gets in them and gets hurt. And so it'll appear in a different way. So the cover-up of what they're doing, like in no, no, California, they have fires, and they, they, uh, people can't go into where fires are. Well, 
they don't want people to get hurt when they're collapsing tunnels. So there he can say that's going on. Um, but Ukraine, they really never had a war. It was disguising what they were really doing, like cleaning out the tunnels, rescuing the the victims, um, and getting rid of bad people. And they kept that under wraps pretty much. I'm asking him about tribunals. Are we really going to see a video of tribunals? He says they really planned to do that. Now it's kind of up in the air as to if they do show the tribunals, just how much are they going to show in them? Uh, so there's that's still under discussion. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, he says, he knows I'm worrying over Jake. He says, Jake's going to be okay, but it's going to take time. He he really got zapped on that little endeavor. Um, so people, please remember, send out healing and love and whatever else Jake needs. Please send him those love blankets. He really needs them. He's so sick. Please. I don't know how he is after he he uh <laughs> after he dosed himself <laughs> with that solution. <laughs> Accelerated detox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but please keep him in, in mind, I say in your prayers, because that's what I'm used to saying. But however you talk to your what, whoever you talk to, um, please remember, Jake. And thank you. Um, anything else, Dave? He says, not really. Just try to keep a calm interior. People always say, oh, keep yourself calm. Keep your exterior calm so people don't know what you're really feeling. He says, just keep a calm interior and share it on the outterior when you're around people. So people uh, see and feel calmness from you because a lot of people will be overreacting uh, too excitably. So try to throw out peace and calmness. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. We're at the top of the hour here. Oh, thanks. No wonder he's fading out. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> you. Okay, you guys want to say good night? Say good night, Walt. Good night, everybody. Have a wonderful night today. Bye. Good night, y'all. Thanks for listening and thanks for participating. And I'll be talking to you when I talk to you next. Love you guys. And tomorrow is Radio 5G noontime on Eastern Standard. And I highly again suggest that you listen to it. It's quite an amazing conversation, particularly in the first hour. And then Mark and I discussed what we heard. So thanks for being here and we'll see you Hopefully, 
at Radio 5G tomorrow. Preaching, preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.